Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Um, but I know, so we do have some some breaking intel for everybody who is uh, who's listening right now. Uh, don't go away. Joe is coming on in just a moment, and uh, he's got some some massive intel that he just got a hold of. Um, so it's going to relate to HR. Be, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Max. This is going to relate to HR one. This is going to relate to the bill that the Democrats are trying to push through to basically federalize elections. This is something that we've covered at length over the past year. Um, on Conservative Daily on the podcast in our Facts Blast. It's actually coincidentally is the topic of today's Facts Blast, which will be going out after this morning episode airs. H.R. 1 is the Democrats' fallback plan. They have nothing to show for their first year in office except for making America a worse place to live, actually hurting people. So, I mean, just yesterday, I think two more Democrats announced that they weren't running for re-election in the House and in swing districts. So the Democrats now feel that they have to do something. They can't just sit there and get their clocks clean. So instead of trying to convince the American people to vote for them, they want to put their finger on the scale the same way they did in 2020 and take all of the tricks and schemes and election law changes that they used on an emergency basis in 2020 around the country. We had the organization Mark Elias with Democracy Docket going around and forcing courts to change the laws right before the election. They want to take all those changes and make them permanent, and make them permanent in all 50 states. So Joe is here right on time. I'm not on time. <laughs> with, but with, with breaking news about HR1. Okay, listen, guys. <laughs> um, first of all, I mean, I'll just say this. Jovan is um, MIA right now, um, probably in the hospital. Uh, he was supposed to go in and get tested for anthrax. Just so you know, since he went in to get tested till now, now nearly two days, no word from Jovan. So we have people that are going to visit him to see what's going on. Okay, listen. So I just, I had a meeting this morning with someone who's an insider. I want you to I want you to wrap your uh, your arms around this stuff because we've been working on this for some time. There's a system, a group of it, you call it a racketeering plan, Max, of across the entire nation, an, an organized conspiratorial effort of all these organizations around the country to connect. You have nonprofits. You you heard the guys from in the Matrix show that talked about nonprofits being a part of this and giving people no show jobs and that they would just go out and protest and burn and loot and they were getting paid to do those things. That's all true. And what I was told this morning shook my conscience. Let me tell you what's about to happen. On on uh, January seventeenth, I believe that's the day. they're going to have a spontaneous Washington, D.C. event where they get a bunch of Hispanics and black people to protest 
spontaneously, guys, spontaneously. And let me, let me tell you what this insider said to me. Joe, this thing is off, off the, it's off the, it's completely off the rails. Completely off the rails. This person is in the middle. I had just met this person three, four weeks ago at a meeting. I think we talked about this at a meeting of, of people, leaders that are on the left. And I, I came in and spoke and said, this, my heart is actually in the minority community. I think that the Democrats represent everything that is trying to destroy your community. They're smiling, telling you they're trying to defend you while they're literally killing your kids, teaching them at a level that is a fourth grade reading level. Anyway, he says, Joe, what you said to me makes a lot of sense. There's this event, this is a super secret event that's happening right now to plan a spontaneous event. And by the way, Joe, you know the spontaneous events for BLM for George Floyd? We were just waiting for a person like George Floyd, someone that would be controversial, that would be controversial, that we could pick, that we knew that the right wouldn't stand for, I mean stand up for, and that we were going to create this entire event, this drama around this one person, and then call it this, create this racial, racial divide, this chaos in the community in 2020. In 2022, in January, on MLK Day, they're going to use that day to push HR1, to go spontaneously into Washington, D.C., and hold a spontaneous event that is centered on passing HR1, federalizing state elections. And it, they're planning it. These super secret meetings that are happening with the with different organizations within the Democrat Party and nonprofits. They're planning this now to try and push over the edge HR1. So you're going to see probably a violent protest happen in Washington, D.C. for HR1, and it's pre-planned. It's not going to be spontaneous, Max. And he's like, this is not what I signed up for. This reminds me of the Antifa guy that says that I've been a part of Antifa. They're nothing that they say they are. People are starting to wake up inside the movement and say, this is, this is absurd. Why are we doing this? Who recognizes that federalizing the election, federalizing the election, taking away the ability to have accountability, stopping people from having IDs will not give and empower black and Hispanic and, and, and minorities in the elections, it wouldn't empower them at all. It would actually strip them of their voice even further. Of which, by the way, the reason why 2020 is so important is because the black and Hispanic vote, the minority vote in 2020, was that's where they got the votes. People that didn't vote before. So they voted on their behalf. Diluting black, Hispanic, and minority votes in 2020, using these machines, Dominion Voting System, in order to do it. And now they're planning a protest on MLK Day to support HR1 that they're going to try and stay is spontaneous. It's super secret. It's a super secret meeting that they're having about this to make it seem as if people just woke up and just got enraged. And they're looking for an event. They're literally looking for something to pinpoint. And they're going to say, and it could happen this week, next week, first week of January, probably the first week of January, where, again, they're going to in, in, in light, light the racial fires. There are congressional leaders that are a part of this 
this coup against the, the American people, this creation of chaos, this creation of this event. This is a complete, this is a, this by itself just shows you that everything that we see, the mainstream media is involved, tech is involved, and they're gonna put a ton of people on the streets on MLK Day and they're gonna say that it was quote unquote spontaneous. How do you feel about that, Max? Um, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, they love to do that. So I'm not, I'm not entirely surprised. I, I think it, 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 it rings true. This is something they do. Um, they always like to make it seem like it's spontaneous. They always like to make, make it seem like these are just people who went there because they care about an issue. And in reality, many of them get paid. Um, it's, it's part and parcel for what Democrats do. Well, I think this is actually really alarming because we already saw so many things uh, with George Floyd. The last two, the last two years have been absolutely insane, and now we're seeing, you know, the continued, uh, you know, push for all this COVID nonsense and this agenda. I mean, if this if this is going to happen in a pre-planned thing this large on this for this reason, I mean, th this looks like to me the signal for uh, the next big. This is what uh, they're going to try and do yeah, in 2022, yeah, yeah. going the, into the election. This is going to be the next, the next big takeover. Th this is but, not a small thing. This is a leader, by the way, that was in these meetings, is in these super secret meetings. And now I know that all those, those guys are going to be, and I just, I sent a, a text to Ann Vandersteel, and I said, listen, I'm going to go on there. There's a story breaking. You guys need to know about it. We need to shut this down. This is what they're planning on doing in January. And they're going to use MLK Day of all days in order to push this agenda. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. And I know a lot about MLK. I don't care if you like him or don't like him. I personally like him. He's a flawed man, we're all flawed. But I will tell you, he's done more for the civil rights movement and what happened in the 2020 election is a civil rights violation of any, of epic proportion. And we need to, we need to center in on the fact that minority votes, like everything else, minorities are disproportionately affected by the radical left's agenda. They're the ones that are actually hurting while they push out all this propaganda. And now they're planning something in 2022 to start in January on MLK Day. For what? So they can again steal the vote of minorities. That's, that's what's happening and they're planning it. And they've been planning it now for months. Well, and we've seen months. we've seen how much you want to talk about Mockingbird Media, well, how the coverage has been, the narrative, the uh, you know the party lines, the approved speech. I mean, what we've seen with the BLM riots, with the the election. I mean, just wait. If like something this big, just wait. You're going to see Mockingbird Media like we've probably not seen it before. This is going to be ridiculous. That's my prediction. Guys, listen. This is this is this is a really big deal. This is an extremely big deal we're talking about right now. And I'm sorry I missed April. I mean, I, I wish I would have been on here with April because April to me is one of those people that I'm just, mm, she's a fighter. She was one of the first people to come forward with information about Dominion. So I'm sure I'll go back and listen to that. But when I, as soon as I heard this, I sent back the producer, I sent back to everyone. I was like, keep Max on the air. Max, you got to stay on the air. We got to talk about this. Now, how do we combat it? Yeah, so Ray said, can we write the FBI to investigate? I wouldn't be surprised if the FBI right in the middle of it. Yes, it is January 20th for MLK Day.
but the target date is is uh, oh April still on? Max, is April still on? I, I guess I guess April never truly ever leaves. <laughs> <laughs> April, She's always there. Yeah, bring her in if she wants to be in. Hey, April, oh, I just wanted, hi, I'm great. I just I was like, I don't want to leave yet because I want to hear what Joe has to say. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I just keep having all these meetings and I'm like this person that people keep talking to. And when they were telling me about what happened in 2020, the meeting, so these meetings start by people giving you information about 2020. And by the way, Joe, it wasn't spontaneous. It was, we were looking for a George Floyd so that we could start all of this unrest. And I go, come on, man, that's crazy. And then they hear the story about what's happening with MLK Day. And January 17th, I think, is, is, that, a, is that a Saturday? What is January 17th? I never even looked it up. Max, do your little thing. Everyone, everyone is it's, typing January It's on a 17th. Monday. It's a Monday. The, the 17th is? Yep. Yeah, it's so a Monday. Is that, yeah. is, that, is that Martin Luther King Day this year? No, it's the 20th, yep. everyone says. But I think it's a Monday is when they're no. probably... No, it's. I'm looking at my calendar right now. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day on the 17th. That's yeah, the day. yeah. It's the 17th Monday. Yeah, that's the day. Listen, th this this is a big deal because every time we come forward with information, now we've broken it. We we know what they're trying to plan on January 17th. We need to go as far and wide. We need to break it wide open. And the fact yeah. that there are people inside this movement, I was told there are people inside this movement that are like, this is not for us. This is destroying the minority community. And now we, we, know, we know what they planned in 2020. They know what they planned in 2021. They know that they stole elections. We know that the, the recall election in California, 100% stolen. Yeah, yep. And, we, and the same thing in Virginia. Mm -hmm. I mean, Draza Smith literally predicted the outcome of the Virginia election five and a half hours before it even closed. How is that possible? Within 1%, within 1% of the total votes, votes counted, or cast. That's impossible. It's impossible to do that. Mm -hmm. And time stamped it all the way along the way. We, mm -hmm. we know that the machines are bad. They know that we know the machines are bad. Now they're trying to basically put the last nail in the coffin with this HR1, and they're going to use Martin Luther King Day as a day to propagandize all of this information towards completing the fraud. And now yep. people inside the movement are coming forward saying, oh my gosh, can't let them do this. They're recognizing what it's going to do to the minority community. They will have no voice while they keep talking about this, giving them a voice. Yeah, and you know, Joe, I think that um, it's really important to note here that we're seeing a lot of Democrats really beginning to say, listen, this is not at all like my values. This is not a line at all. You know, you're seeing the progressive left. And, you know, honestly, it seems like, you know, George Soros's agenda, right, for, for the country, infiltrating uh, into the Democratic Party, and and we're seeing a lot of Democrats walking away and saying, yeah. "I can't even associate anymore." It's it's gone so far left. Yeah, and I think that the left, you know, the radical left is is being, or the Democrats are being abandoned by this. And that you know, this leader, when I met with him, I said, "Listen," and and I met with this leader four weeks ago, and and when I was when I was sitting down with him, I went, "Listen, I care more about the minority community than you can imagine." Right, I come from it. I, my, 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 my whole family's interracial. I, I care. I don't do any of the things that I do because I, I want to stand up and have a voice. I wish I didn't have to have a voice. I wish I was just back doing tech. I was really good yeah. at tech. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but we're at this place, and I told him, I was like, look, 
Let me show you the fruits of what I've done over the last decade. Let me show you what I did for the last 20 years. And so as I did that, they're starting to realize that, and they didn't even know. When I sat down with these leaders, they had no idea that the average child that graduates in an inner-city, Democrat-controlled environment has a fourth-grade reading level. They graduate for the fourth-grade reading level. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unacceptable. Yeah. And so we're at this place where he didn't even know. I go, well, I mean, where's the conservatives? In Chicago, where's the conservatives in L.A.? Where are the conservatives in downtown Denver where kids are graduating? They're being pushed through school and said, oh, we're just going to give you your diploma because they're deathly afraid. They can't, they can't even functionally do anything. No opportunity. And they wonder why they go from there to jail or frustrated because they don't have an opportunity because they can't fill out a freaking application for a job. They have, they have weakened the minority community in a, in a way that I can't even begin to fathom. You can't, the consequences are unreal. You know what, Joe, another thing too with this implementation of critical race theory within the school systems is that now there's this push with uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, you know, directors being hired in school systems all across the country, uh, that they want to start uh, really allowing the minority students to be graded differently yeah. to have to so that the standards aren't as high that does nobody any good no you know well i mean how how much you know and parents need to be awake to this you know to say no my child it's good for them to be challenged i want them to have the ability to you know achieve but my husband was a principal within a a private school and this is exactly the type of rhetoric that was going on within the school when the diversity equity inclusion person came along it was listen we want um we want the grades to be we want the grading scale to be easier for minority people you know and if you're white and you say no that's not right you're labeled a racist it's it's insane well they can't they haven't named me a racist they tried that once and i went after that that journalist in mm-hmm. early 2020 and I mm-hmm. sent over pictures of my family and said good luck with that mm-hmm. take it down and I might still sue you and I did and then mm-hmm. and then same thing about being a homophobe and I'm like no I make fun of the transgender deal because I think it's ridiculous I don't care if you want to dress up in women's clothes sorry April you're in the middle of this you get to hear this but I don't care if you dress up in women's clothes you're still a man Right. And you say, well, that's not how I feel. I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry. And by the way, nobody cares that you dress up like a woman. They'll accept you. Right. People walk around in clown outfits all the time. It doesn't mean that you don't like clowns. It's interesting though, because again, like, you know, you and I, we're all, we, now you're in the media, right? You got thrust into this, you know, um, but like the censorship around these topics, if you even say there's only two genders, you get, you literally will get your, your, program pulled off of you know different channels there's only you know, two certainly. genders right can't pull me down <laughs> right? you can't stop me from speaking <laughs> you know this is i mean like i was removed and banned off of youtube because i was talking about kyle rittenhouse's case just talking about the case and talking about the critical race theory that's infiltrated into the public school system that parents are coming to me constantly from all over the country saying help us because we go to these school board meetings and the school board is already, they've already made their decisions when we get there. They're stone cold faced, you know, yes. they, 
we're trying to implement change and trying to get them to see that we're against this and it's doing no good. So, I mean, I'm seeing it happen all across the country now, infiltrating into to all, all sorts of schools, private yeah. and public. Yeah, and, and frankly, it's, it's growing like a cancer. You know, it, yep. and, and we've got to do something about it. But we, you know, more importantly is if we want to have a conversation about opportunities in the minority community, I'm all for it. I want, to, I want to talk about those opportunities. What I don't want to do is I don't want to cloud any of that or create uh, confusion with any of the things that are happening in that environment with some of the agenda items that are weakening opportunity for minorities. Right? They're doing the, the exact opposite. They're, they're actually doing things to hurt minorities, take away their right to vote because they're waking up. I mean, minorities are waking up to the idea that, what, what have you guys done for us? Like, my kid is out there slinging drugs now because he can't read, and he can't write, and he, can't, he doesn't do basic math, and now you think it's racist to teach math. I mean, they're destroying minorities. It's almost like this plan. Like, go back to Margaret Sanger, back you know, yeah. on the abortion front. It was meant to, you know, eugenics. It was, it was meant to destroy minority communities. And it's done a great job. For what, 50 million since, since uh, Roe versus Wade, Max? 50 million, 60 million? Yeah, How many people have died? How many horrific. babies? A lot. Since so. 1973. I think it's a, it's a big number. It's but something that, like closer to like almost a thousand babies uh, dying per day. Yeah. And, and look, not we, in Texas. Yeah, not we, in Texas anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but we don't want, we, we do not want, we do not want to put ourselves in a position. We do not want to put ourselves in a position where we have truth versus their rhetoric and not recognize this yeah. rhetoric and people on their side recognize this rhetoric. We have to start, we have to start combating all this with facts. And the fact is there's not a conservative within sight while the Democrats are screaming from the highest hill that it's the Republicans that are ruining the minority community. Where are the Republicans in the minority community? Except for me. Mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. so, so where is it? It's the same thing when you talk about the medical um, information. It's the same mm -hmm. thing. Like, we find out that Marjorie Taylor Greene was invested in the vaccine manufacturing companies in 2020. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't know that. Um, unbelievable. So her, her disclosure shows that three of the vaccine companies, she actually had shares in it. How? How do you do that? Right? How? I mean, she's, she's very outspoken about against the vaccine. And Why invest in it, it then? No, no, no. I agree with you 100%. I'm just asking, is it yeah. that she has somebody handling that for her and she's just kind of like unaware because somebody is handling her investments? Yeah, maybe. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not anti-Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm not, not at all. Right, right. I just, I want answers to account. I want people to be held accountable inside of our, inside of the truth movement, not even the Republican movement, because yeah. I've met some Democrats that I've been trying to give enough courage to stand up and say, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. You know, Manchin is, you know, and, and here's the other part is, is that, what's his name? Mitch McConnell came out and said, hey, we welcome you to the GOP. Well, there's fundamental belief differences between the GOP and the Democrats. Sorry, it's fundamental. Right. So, so how do you have someone just change their jersey as if it's a football team? That should show you that the, the parties are uniparty. You know, if, mm -hmm. you, if you vote your conscience and what's good for the people, it shouldn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. You shouldn't have party line splits like you ha we have today. We shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Because the people fundamentally have the same problems 
on both sides, Republican and Democrats, as far as the constituents inside their communities. Mm-hmm. And so I, I see this and I go, all right, just tell me why you would do that. Because I, I, I don't manage my portfolio, but I, mm-hmm. I have non-starters. No Nike, no Amazon, no Apple, no big tech, no media companies. I tell them, I was like, and if you buy it, you're fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Joe, you just eliminated like <laughs> 75 of the biggest tech stocks out there. You're going to make money on those. I said, no, that's blood money. I'm not doing that. Those yeah. are people that want to destroy America. Why would I give them my money? Yeah. And, and, oh, it's and I'm just a, like, it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say it's, it's, it's along the lines of saying, you know, oh, I'm America first, America first, but you're not doing anything to change where you're shopping, right? To, to, you know, you're still funding China, you're still funding other, other things. And, you know, I think at least for me being a, being a female, I'm having discussions with people across the country who are saying, listen, I don't want to buy my clothing, right? From China. I want to buy my clothing from American companies. But the problem is Joe, we don't have manufacturing, clothing manufacturing no. here. And so it's like, to some extent, you're forced to, to still support China in, in the clothes that you buy, even though we have, you know, I, I'm really praying we get we get some more uh, things changed here so we can bring some clothing manufacturing back here because we've got the expertise, we've got the design, we've got all that. We need the, the factories. Yeah, so... Um... So here, here's here's something fun. So I won't buy anything that's made in China. I won't. Mm-hmm. Like if I pick up a piece of clothes mm-hmm. that's made in China, I'm like, nope. Yeah. My wife orders something in for me and it's made in China. I'm like, send it back. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know how hard it is to buy you jeans and stuff like that? I go, it's probably difficult. <laughs> it's really hard. But I'll buy yeah. from Bangladesh. I mean, there are countries that I will support. You know, mm-hmm. some uh, South American countries that are, that are you know, creating fabrics or, or clothes. I'll buy from them. But I won't buy from China mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. For that for that reason. And and yeah. Zach is saying that it's inconvenient not to buy from Amazon. No, I don't buy from Amazon. Yeah, I don't either. We we boycotted Amazon as soon as I was awake to the whole the whole plan, you know, the whole thing of Jeff Bezos being, you know, becoming a multi multi-millionaire throughout the pandemic, you know. Oh, yeah. how convenient. Lock everybody down and then they have to order their stuff, you know prime shipping two days like and there's a lot of great patriots that are really trying to start their own sort of amazon um type of company type of business and that's where people need to be you know switching where they shop we have to you're exactly right i mean if you're going to hire somebody to handle your finances then you need to make sure that you have some you know absolutely non-starters like you said like Absolutely, we're not investing in this, this, and this. Yeah. So, listen, April, this is a big story. So, I know you have a podcast too. You need to yeah. break this story. We need to put it everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. Holding an events on yeah. January 17th. They want to make it spontaneous. It's no longer spontaneous. Now, everyone knows about this event that they're planning. They wanted to basically use different organizations, NGOs, nonprofits around the country to send people there covertly. Keep it super quiet and just okay. show up with five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand people on MLK Day. They're gonna ride the back of the greatest civil rights leader of any time mm-hmm. to destroy the vote of the minority community. That I mean, that's the story. And they're mm-hmm. planning it. And these leaders are either useful idiots or they're in on it. 
to destroy everything that this country stands for and to put the final coffin into creating a communist society. That's happening right now, and they're planning it for January 17th. Guys, you need to get out there and talk about this. April, it, you know, yeah, I, I cannot... Yeah, we're going to blow it up. Yeah, I mean, it, we have to get to that place where we start talking about truth, and they're going to be like this. Who talked? I know they're going to do. Mm -hmm. who, who talked about this? So you received this information from a, a person that wants to remain anonymous right now from within the Democratic Party? From within this movement to have this spontaneous, quote unquote, spontaneous okay. event on January 17th. And this person recognizes this is not at all what I thought I was. No, know, same thing. For. People Correct. are waking up to the idea that. Look, I had somebody scream and yell at me because he said that I wanted to put dissenters to the gallows. And I was messing around. I was being funny. I, I, and mm -hmm. I don't want, I don't want any, I don't want, violence is only, by the way, the answer in war. We're not at war yet. But in war, yeah. you use the tools that you have available in order to win that war. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. that's violence. But I, I'm not advocating for violence and we're not in a war. Right. But, um, so this person's called me up screaming at me. And this is one of my demo, my left-leaning leaning Democrat friends who I hug, I go to lunch with, I love on him, mm -hmm. I pray over him. Right? He's like, I can't believe that you said that you wanted to send these people to the gallows. I said, I want to send traitors to the gallows, and that's actually what's our law. So yeah. if you don't yeah. like it, change the law. <laughs> and he goes, that's not what you said. And I was like, okay, go, go, go listen to it, and then you come mm -hmm. back and tell me what I said. And he came back, and he's like, yeah, you didn't mm -hmm. say that. That's not okay. what you said. And I was yeah. like, oh, so do I get an apology publicly? <laughs> did like, you get one <laughs> I, got, I got a public like right there give me a hug give me some bro yeah. love right yeah. but he said he said the same thing he's like look I, I i got it off kyle clark kyle clark's out there lying about you and i was like all right well mm -hmm. he's a he's a little anti-fight anyway he watches our you show know too. kyle clark that's a, yeah that's it's another thing too is i think like you know within this patriot movement within the truther movement we've mm. really got to be unified we cannot keep you know being divided so much like yeah. you know we should all be unified in in the fact that we love our country we want to do everything we can to try to preserve it save it uphold the constitution you know maintain law and order and the rule of law and um we got we to gotta stop all of this backbiting and infighting. Uh, amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. hey, amen. And get yeah. to that place I mean, where I'm, we... You know, because it's, it's just, you know, we, then we begin to lose credibility within, within the Patriot movement because it's like, oh, all they do is tear each other apart in there. And um, so it's great to see that you are still having lunch with somebody who is, is about as opposite as you can be from your, from your point of view you know, reference and how you view, you know, the world. Um, but you're still able to have a great relationship with someone. And that's, that's how it needs to be. We have to have, we have to get back to this place where we can have discourse on, on issues and, you know, even agree to disagree respectfully. Well, and I think if we don't do that, we're in big trouble. And so I'm, I'm that guy that mm -hmm. I show up and they're like, Joe, we freaking love you, but I actually hate you right now. I'm like, look, yeah. truth is very inconvenient. It's inconvenient. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and it changes paradigms. And unfortunately, you have to do it little by little. And if you're not, if, you're, if I'm only having conversations with people that, that agree with me, then we're, we're not making yeah. any progress. And so, yeah, it's an uh, echo chamber. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that was my big blow-up moment for this. So I think we're good. We're about a half hour past. 
April, thanks for coming back on. I appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you for very, coming very back much. on, April. Yeah, really Max Joe, it. you guys love you guys so much. Thank you for uh, for having me on and Merry Christmas. Merry and, Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Yeah, thanks we'll a lot, Joe. We're gonna I'm gonna get this out on my show. Yeah, right, perfect. Would love it. If you need Take anything care. from me, let me know. I'll give you some more narratives. Right. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. God bless you. Have a good one, April. You too. Well, if so that's Max, it. I'm sorry you didn't talk much, and I apologize. I just thought I was freakishly crazy as I'm getting the information. I was trying to get to, you know, get here, and then I was like, okay, well. Yeah, well, old, old I, I know I know as much on on what you're talking about with the protests as the average viewer. So I was just kind of sitting back and listening. Um, it, it, it's crazy stuff. And if if they want to make this their new Black Lives Matter post George Floyd and they want to actually start burning down cities over it, then absolutely we have to get ahead of that now. If it's just going to be the av the annual protest that they always have in D.C. on Martin Luther King Day, then I mean I, I think that's what we'd hope for. It'd be a, a nothing burger. But if they plan on doing this so-called spontaneously um it's it's good to get out in front of it well, well we have that's to gonna be it for this sorry yeah that well unless you have anything else nope. you want to talk about ashley oh can i have a couple of minutes max before we close up sure i need sure. to ask for prayers do you have any of those screenshots for ashley and her family i've got uh pictures from her facebook and her gofundme all right so Two things. One, one. Um, Jovan is in the hospital. Jovan Pulitzer is in the hospital. Um, I have been unable to reach him. He was really sick. He had all the symptoms of anthrax. Um, I've seen anthrax before. For those of you that don't know, I know what anthrax looks like. You know, lesions, weeping, cough, um, fatigue, uh, bleeding. A um, lot of things that don't just show up for you wouldn't have with COVID. Rashing all over your body. Um, so I told him to go get tested for anthrax. He is in the hospital currently, I think I can't get a hold of him. So I don't know, but he went in to go get tested and now he's been MIA for 48 hours. So please play, pray for Jovan. The next thing is actually pretty personal to me. I have a friend, her name is Ashley Rivas. And Ashley is a Patriot mom married to a Marine, a veteran. And um, she has cancer. And, you know, she's in the final stages of her life right now. I don't know if you pulled any of that. She rang the bell. She's beat it before. And unfortunately, she, um, she d doesn't have any more options. It's uh, affected her central nervous system. It's mostly in her, in her bones. Um, I know it's a GoFundMe. It's not a give, send, go. Yeah, they didn't have, one, they didn't have a give, send, go up. Um, Ashley has fought and been at every rally. She's uh, never complained. Um, and now she's in hospice, just kind of realizing that she's going to be going home to Jesus. This is the one that she posted up yesterday, and this is a post that says, um, this is where you'll always find me. I can't thank God enough for each extra moment I get. I'm afraid of taking my last breath, but I'm so excited to take an entirely new one for eternity. 
So, you know, it's funny. I actually met Ashley Revis um, before I got involved with UADF um, at Civic Center, uh, the Back the Blue rally. And that woman is absolutely fearless. And she always made an impression uh, on me. I've, I've never forgotten her from that day um, because they were going out and they were beating people up and hitting people over the head. Um, and she was just right in everyone's face, waving a flag, ab- absolutely fearless woman, um, and, ju- and a bundle of energy, um, just a, the sweetest person ever, uh, her yeah. and her husband. And uh, Ryan is, and they're beautiful kids. I don't know if we have one of her entire family, if you could put that picture up. That picture was taken, by the way, at uh, um, what used to be my home. So they had a... a uh, Thanksgiving there, I think. <clears throat> There's her and her three kids. So this is just a couple weeks ago. Where she's just enjoying her time with her family. You know, it. Uh, I just want to ask everyone that's here just to pray for Ashley and Ryan. Um, here's some more pictures of Ryan and Ashley. Pray for them. Uh, I don't know if we have the Give, Send, Go, or the GoFundMe that we can put up to support her. You know, I constantly talk about how we support other people, and people often go, well, Joe, how do we support you? Well, right now, to support me, you could support her and her family. And so if you, uh, her name is Ashley Revis, A-S-H-L-E-Y-R-E-V-I-S, if you want to look at it, it's her fight against cancer. There's no fight against cancer at this point. It's just... Um, when does she go home to Jesus? I did everything, called a bunch of different uh, trials, went all over the country, got met with huge just roadblock after roadblock after roadblock, and then I, I didn't know how to go back to Ashley and say, look, I'm, I've called 50 different plans, and you know, not one of them will even listen to me. So, yeah, support her if you can. Prayers for the family if you could. And among everything else, all the chaos that we have, if we can get back down to just prayer for this family, I would I would greatly appreciate it. And so, Max, I'm sorry I went an extra six minutes, but it's okay. So, um, well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, check out all the links in the description. Subscribe to the audio version; it's available at all those different links, especially Apple Podcasts. Follow Joe and I on Telegram if you haven't already. Um, we go live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, so tune in for that. If you need a little reminder and you're one of those Facebook refugees who aren't getting reminders anymore, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system. You'll get a message telling you what we're talking about and how, when, and where you can watch. That's going to be it for this extended issue of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Altman. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.